Well, hello there, and welcome back to Riffing with Clintus, the supposed to be weekly podcast where I hit the record button and uh, just just riff, just shoot the shit, shoot the breeze, whatever. Uh, sometimes I will have a guest, which I will let you know right now. I am working on some guests. I have a couple of ideas and I have some things I'm going to iron out, hopefully in the next week or two. And then bam, we'll start, uh, we'll start rolling with some guests. I have some ideas. I'm, I'm actually really excited about it, but at the same time, man, this week. The, okay. So there was no episode last week. Let's talk about that first. Um, we went to NASCAR with a trailer and we camped out till Monday. So this episode is supposed to go up on Mondays. That's the recorded time. It's supposed to go up. Um, and maybe that was a bad choice because, uh, you know, I don't, I don't pre-record these. These aren't pre-recorded like, you know, weeks in advance. The whole idea is that it's, you know, kind of topical, somewhat relevant about, you know, the time that this, this goes live, um, which today's date for the record is March 18th, 2019. It is currently 8, 19 PM Pacific standard time. Um, I just, yeah. So I did the NASCAR thing. We got back on Monday, uh, about noonish. I think it was maybe, maybe like, 10 or 11 o'clock in the morning and I got a flat tire. So I was dealing with the flat tire while also having to deal with like unloading the trailer and getting all the things done when you come back from a trip. Um, I just, I wasn't thinking about the podcast at all. And then my day kind of didn't go as I had foresaw it or planned. Um, miscommunication between my, me and my dad thought he was coming over at a, you know, in the middle of the afternoon not thinking that, duh, he's going to come home on his way home, uh, which is probably going to be like four five, six o'clock. So I kind of wasted my day kind of like, you know, quote air quotes waiting for him when reality, if I would have really thought about it and, and, you know, put some actual thought behind it, I could have got some other stuff done like recording the podcast. Um, and then Tuesday came and it was a long stream playing the division, uh, the division two came out and absolutely loving that game right now. Um, and it just, it kind of slipped away from me. And at that point I was like, you know what? I, at this point I don't have, I, there wasn't a burning topic that I wanted to talk about. Um, and I didn't have a guest or anything like that. So it just didn't really matter. I, I mean, to you guys it did. And I will say this right now. Thank you very much. If you're listening to this episode and you were one of the people that tweeted me, you sent me a DM on, on Instagram, or you came into my chat room um, and said, yo, where's the podcast? Even though I felt bad and I was like, yo, sorry, no podcast this week, blah, blah. I want to thank you because seeing the support and, and seeing people go wondering where the podcast was makes me feel good. It makes me feel like you guys actually care. You look forward to it. And that means a lot to me. So thank you very much. That is that's part of the drive to continue to do the different forms of content, because the reason why I do different forms of content, YouTube, Twitch, podcasting, et cetera, is because people consume it in different ways. They prefer, some people prefer the audio because you can multitask. You can do it while you're driving. You can do it while you're running around the house. You don't have to be glued to a screen watching something. And I think that's one of the reasons why um, I know how important the podcast is. With that being said, that is also part of the evolution of the podcast and eventually the vlogs, uh, which we'll, we're gonna talk about a little later here. Um, but yeah, I, I appreciate that. I really do. And I do apologize for not having an episode next week. My goal eventually is to have at least one episode in the bag so that in the event that something like this happens where I'm unable to record one in a timely manner, 
or unable to plan ahead, which is really, I really should do. I should record this on like, you know, Thursday or Friday when I'm leaving. Um, but I will have an extra episode in the bag to potentially throw up if that's the case. So that's, that's kind of the idea and the plan moving forward. We'll see if it actually happens. Realistically, the best thing I should do is just, you know, Oh, I got a trip this weekend. I should record up like, okay. For example, I have a, I have, I have a trip coming this weekend. I'm going to be traveling. I think I'm coming back Monday might be Sunday, but actually it is, it is Monday. hundred percent. I know it is. Um, I should record an episode like Thursday or Wednesday, right? And then schedule it for Monday and then boom, I'm ready to go. Will it happen? Probably not. Cause I'll probably want to talk about the trip, <laughs> you know, unless something happens the next two days where I got an episode to put up, then, then, you know, then I will, we'll see. We'll see. Anyway, um, man, it's okay. So we, yeah, it's been two weeks since we talked. Um, we did the NASCAR thing, which was cool. Uh, I definitely enjoy bringing out my trailer, even though I do want to sell it and I do want to downsize and I do want to get a toy hauler. We're in a no hurry to do that. It's not a priority. In fact, it would hurt us right now to sell the trailer and try to buy a new one. Um, just because we've paid down so much on the current trailer, um, that we technically don't even owe a payment right now. We, we could, we could like stop making payments right now and be good for like two years. We, we, we were making such fat payments on it. Um, in advance, we're like four years, three years, like ahead of schedule or something like that. Something ridiculous. But, um, if we were to sell that trailer and then try to buy a new one, we'd be back to our minimum payments. And also, I don't know if we'd make any money. We might, we might just break even, you know, give or take a few, you know, hundred, I don't know, thousand dollars or so. Um, so it's not really in our best interest right now to sell and then try to rebuy. So no rush, even though like I, I will eventually do that because I do want to. Um, no rush. Um, so we did the trailer thing. And I really enjoy it. I, I, you know, I don't care about NASCAR. I don't watch NASCAR. I don't care about the drivers or anything like that. I simply go because it's an excuse to use my trailer, which at the end of the day is all I ever need is just an excuse to do anything. Right. Like when people ask me like, Hey, would you ever come travel to this country or state? I'm like, hell yeah. Give me a reason to go. Right. Like give me a job, give me a sponsorship, give me a conference. Um, you know, one of my friends, something big, some big events happening, you know, like and a reason and an excuse to go. Right. And I mean, a legitimate one, not just well, go come see me or come have a meetup. Like, no, it needs to be like an actual reason. Um, you know, same thing with dirt bike riding. Like I'm down to go dirt bike riding. I just need a re- an excuse. I need a reason, you know, I need like a, a nudge. Um, so pretty, uh, pretty, pretty, pretty excited to be able to do that. So we look forward to the NASCAR trips twice a year, uh, especially because we have like such a great group of people that we hang out with and we've made friends with, and it's a good time. Really. I really enjoy it. Um, you know, it's basically just a three day party more or less two day party, something like that. Um, so we did that, came back, like I said, got a flat tire, um, swapped the, the spare out on Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday morning. I swapped out the spare, got it fixed, got the trailer flipped around and was able to disconnect my truck. Um, it still has the spare on right now cause we don't have any trips planned anytime soon. So there's no super rush to get the tire fixed though the tire is in the back of my truck, which means it's kind of the point of like, Hey, get this taken care of. Otherwise it's in the back of your truck indefinitely. So definitely need to get that fixed in the next week or so, just because it's a eyesore and a pain in the butt. And I know I need to get it done and I'm the only one to get it done. So, um, yeah, we did that. And then, like I said, division two came out, which, Oh my God, it's so good. People ask me every day in chat, like, is it worth buying? Should I get this? And my answer is like, do you like the division one now? in the last six to eight months, I don't even know when 1.8 came out, but whenever 1.8 came out in the last year, if you've played the division one at all in the last year, 
in its current state and you enjoy it, you like it, you like the loot pursuit, you like the gear sets, you like the weapons, you like all that stuff, then you're going to love The Division 2 because they took all of that and they built a new game around it. And it's it's it feels the same, it looks the same, but... Or feel, I should say it feels the same. It feels the same, but it looks different. It's in DC, different guns, different weapons, different perks, different everything. But it's the same game, and I love it. I absolutely love it. So I've been playing the crap out of that this last week, um, pretty much exclusively all week, streaming that, not playing anything else. Destiny 2 got some new stuff, and I haven't touched that at all, um, though I want to. I just haven't. And I planned on doing that today, actually. But then Friday night... I got invited to be in a Twitch Rivals tournament. So Twitch, someone at Twitch, Twitch staff invited me to play in the Division 2 Twitch Rivals tournament um, and pick three other streamers to play with. So I had to pick three uh, partnered or affiliated uh, Twitch streamers, which I have, assembled a team, and we played today. So that was the reason why I did Division today, and we'll do Division tomorrow instead of Destiny and or Anthem, which was my original plan, because I'm playing in that tournament. So I'm uh, pretty excited about that. It's my first like big, I mean, really it's my first ter- Twitch tournament ever, like a tournament that I'm in on Twitch playing. I'm really excited about it. So going to be doing that tomorrow, Tuesday, uh, 1.30 PM. So if you're listening to this podcast, I might still be live. Check out twitch.tv slash Clintus uh, to see if I am. And if I'm not just, you know, drop a follow and then catch me in the next stream. I stream pretty much every day. I love streaming. I love being live. I love chatting with people. So come hang out and be part of the conversation. Um, but yeah, doing a lot of the division and, um, pretty much, pretty much do division the rest of this week, because like I said, I am traveling this weekend. Um, I'm going to be going to a charity event. It's called gamers for giving. Um, it's in Michigan, uh, March 23rd and March 24th. And, uh, we're going to be streaming me and Uber LeBron and a handful of, uh, Twitch streamers are going to be there. Um, I think there's some mixer streamers and YouTube streamers as well. Uh, but we're going to be streaming uh, for charity, raising money for this this cause. And um, I'll talk more about that in the vlogs and on stream as well, just because I don't have all the details. But uh, I'm really excited about it because it's obviously I'm a gamer. Obviously, I'm a dad. And so anytime video games all go along with kids that, uh, that, are, that are sick, um, you know, I got a soft spot. You know, we're going to be working with St. Jude later this year and raising a lot of money for them. Um, I'm really excited about that. Guardian Con, obviously big part. I've been, you know, going there for the last three years to be the fourth year. And, um, you know, this, this, this organization, um, you know, it, it's a special place in my heart because again, as a gamer and a dad, seeing these two things combined is just amazing. What they do is they bring in these, uh, these carts, um, these go-karts and basically they, they, they bring these carts into hospitals that are, you know, kids that have like long-term care um, that require long-term, you know, uh, observation and, and whatnot, they bring the video games to them. And I think it's absolutely amazing. Um, I'm, I'm really excited to be a part of this and, uh, this is my first year. So again, it's, it's all new to me. I only know what I see on the website and what I've heard. Um, so I'm really excited to, to, to experience this and share this with you guys. And I will be vlogging it on the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Clintus, go subscribe. Um, I will be vlogging my trip while I'm there and the experience and all that. So stay tuned for that. I'm really, really excited about that. But yeah, I'm going to that this, this weekend. Um, I've never been to Michigan either. Uh, I don't even know what the weather is like right now. I haven't looked it up, but, um, I'm excited to travel. I always love to travel. Big fan of that. And, uh, again, always looking for an excuse to travel. Um, hell, if someone's paying, paying for the, 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 you know, paying for the fee, the cost of, of the hotel and the flight. So I'll, I'll go anywhere. <laughs> I love it. Um, so that's been on my mind. Um, but I mean, like, 
since the last time we talked, the the whole YouTube comments thing has been going down. Um, the weekend that we went to NASCAR, our channel, all the comments were disabled on our entire library. All 3,000 videos, comments were disabled. Um, I was able to turn them back on for new uploads. And so I did do that. And so for another week, we had comments on new videos. Um, but then YouTube turned them off again. And then they actually said that I couldn't turn them back on um, on old videos. But I could turn them on. I, I Functionally, I could still turn them on on new videos. But at this point, I was like, this is the second time they've turned my comments off. I feel like there's something here that I need to pay attention to. I don't want to get in trouble. And I definitely don't want to lose my channel or my monetization. So I reached out to my YouTube partner manager, scheduled a call uh, about a week later, had a call with her last week. And long story short, she basically said that my channel has been flagged at high risk for comments uh, and viewers, really, um, of like the child predator nature. So basically, there was a there was there's a, a bunch of people that were leaving really bad comments or they were leaving comments that didn't really seem harmful, but when you actually looked at them and read them and you know took the context of them, realized that they were basically leaving comments about young kids in you know weird positions or things they were saying, things that they were doing, and it just it it got out of hand to the point where it got out to the media, it got back to the advertisers of YouTube, and of course, if you're messing with you know advertising on YouTube, YouTube takes you know takes serious action, so. Adpocalypse 2.0 is here and the family channels or not even family channels like my like Sierra's channel got affected too. She's a you know, she's a minor. She's 14. Um, her channel was affected. So comments have been disabled. While I am able to turn them back on for new videos, I have been advised to keep them off. And it really bums me out because I see other family channels out there with comments on. And I don't know if that's either they haven't been been advised um, you know, or they didn't have, they don't, they didn't get turned off the second time around or the first time around, or they're just not dumb enough to actually talk to YouTube and be told that they shouldn't have them on. Um, either way, it bums me out to see that, you know, that we don't have comments because part of YouTube is the social interaction. I love seeing the comments, even if they're just silly, hi, love the vlog, great vlog. And you know, it's a minute in the video and they haven't even watched the whole thing. You know, just seeing the comments and seeing the faces over and over again, you know, I've gotten used to seeing certain faces in the chat room or in, in the, uh, in the comment section. And you know, I don't know, it just doesn't feel like YouTube without the comments. So I really, really hope that YouTube comes up with something quick and I'm able to turn back comments on safely. Even if I have to read every single one and hit the checkbox to approve every single one, I'm willing to do that. I read the comments anyway. So checking a box instead of hitting a heart every time I would be willing to do right for the sake of the comments. So I, I promise you guys, the moment I get some kind of word from YouTube that I can turn them back on, I will be turning them back on. I just can't, I can't afford or jeopardize to mess with the channel even more than they already have. It already has. Cause I, I feel like views have gone down since the comments been turned off. I feel like if people can't comment on my videos, they're just, it's some, not all, most people are still watching them, but there's still, there's a group of people that, you know, if they can't comment, they're not going to watch it. Um, and then even then the algorithm, if there's less, there's less interaction, right? There's people aren't leaving comments, then it's not being recommended. It's not being pushed. So, um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But, um, in any case that's going on. So that's, that's been a big stress ball the last couple of weeks of just like, what the hell, you know, my YouTube channel is already in a very, very weird place. Um, I feel like we've, we've lost a lot of that family vibe anyways, because our family is evolving. 
my kids are getting older. Um, and if you watch the vlogs recently, there's been two instances recently where the kids could have vlogged for us. The kids could have taken a camera and vlogged while either Tiffany and I weren't around or, um, you know, Hey, help us out here with this. And they didn't want to right? But in both instances, one or both kids said, no, I don't feel like vlogging. No, I don't feel like holding a camera. No, I don't feel like participating. And I think that's the biggest dynamic right now is that my kids are old enough now to, to choose, right? I mean, if you look at a lot of the family vloggers out there, um, you know, the kids are a lot younger. And so they, there's really not, I mean, and, and I, and I'm, I was there, right? My kids, when I started vlogging, my kids were six and four. So fast forward, you know, they're 14 and 11, they're doing their own things. They're living their own lives. You know, they have friends, they have sports, they have things like to do in their own free time. They have free will. Whereas when you're, you know, four and six, you're pretty much being told what you're doing all day, every day, right? Like, you know, it's, it's, you know, you're not going leaving your parents side for more than, you know, five minutes in your room, you know? Um, so it just, it, it's, our channels evolved over time and we don't have another set of kids that we, you know, that we have to, to keep the channel young and, and moving forward. It, it is what it is. Our channel is evolving. And whether that's because of them or because of me, I know that I, I know that part, part of what happened to our channel is part of my fault because I put a lot of emphasis on streaming. I fell in love with not only being live, but you know, playing video games live, right? Cause it goes hand in hand playing video games has always been a hobby of mine. I've done it since I was a kid and even more so when I got into like college and then post-college, you know, video games where I like to spend my time. I'm, I play video games most of my time, most of the free time that I have. And now I get to do it as part of my content creation and as part of my business, plain and simple. I'm very fortunate. I'm very lucky. I recognize that I'm, I definitely do not take it for granted. Um, but I put a lot of time into that. Those first two years when the channel was taken off, right? I quit my job in December. And in August, I was streaming almost every day on YouTube gaming, right? Maybe, maybe four times a week, two, three hours a day, I was doing streams, right? And as that started to grow and I fell in love with that, I started putting more time, more money, more energy into my live streams. And then two years later, I moved to Twitch and fell in love with a whole new community and a whole new platform and, you know, started growing that. And I think the time and energy that I put into the streams was definitely taken away from the vlog. And I know for a fact that it had a negative impact on the channel. Now take that along with the changes that YouTube made to the algorithm. That's the one that I talk about the most because that's something that was, you know, hundred percent of my control. My content is in my control. So yes, I am partially at fault for the decline of my, my content and my channel. But even if I had not done made any, any changes in the last two years, four years. If YouTube had not changed the algorithm and not changed the way the videos were served, I think my channel would still be a lot better off and much larger at this point because 2016 was a tremendous year. If you go back and look at social blade and you look at the growth in 2016, you just see these huge spikes, right? In viewership and in subscriptions, it just was massive. And then like a switch 2017, the end of 2016, everything just dropped. And you're like, how is that possible? How is it possible for a channel to get 200, 300,000 subscribers, new subscribers and views go down? That does not make sense. And it's because they changed the way the platform functioned. It changed the way the videos were being served 
and it negatively impacted my channel, which it did to some other channels as well. But for the YouTube and like as a whole, it benefited him. Obviously, that's why YouTube did it because it was benefiting the platform as a whole, which benefited more creators than it hurt. So I understand it. Not mad at it. Just bummed that that it happened the way it happened. That's all. Um, so. So here we are, 2019, and the vlog and the channel is in a very different place than it was, you know, a year ago, two years ago, three years ago. Um, while we're continuing to grow in subscribers every day, you know, 100 to 200 new subscribers every single day, never, it has never stopped. Other than days that YouTube's done like purges and closed accounts, we have a negative number for a day. Every day we're growing in new subscribers. Um, and yet the views are lower than it ever has been, right? We're at 750,000 subscribers. And it just, like I said, it just proves that the subscriber number no longer matters like it used to, right? It helps, but it does not have dramatically affect it. Um, it's really comes down to the title and thumbnails, which is why so many people clickbait, right? That's why clickbait has a negative connotation now, because in order to get that click, you've got to bait them into clicking it. Um, and you know, while I get lucky sometimes and I'm able to make some kind of clickbait looking title and thumbnail, I never lie. I never deceive. I might, I might kind of go around the truth, right. And kind of you know, bait you into clicking on it. Right. But if you really look at the title and thumbnail and then you look and watch the vlog, you're like, Oh, I see what he did there. Okay. I got it. I got it. Right. Um, because I never want to be, I never want to feel like I deceived anyone. Right. Even though I know some people feel like they've been deceived. I know that's happened. I've gotten those comments and I'm like, I laugh. Cause I'm like, really dude, that was just your, you just read it wrong. That's all. Or, you know, you went, you thought of it a different way. But that's why clickbait is so predominant because with, you know, millions of eyeballs and millions of videos being uploaded, like it's a fight for attention, right? So how are you going to win someone's attention? Well, you got to make a thumbnail and a title that's so compelling that they have to click on it, you know? And uh, I struggle with that because daily vlogs, we are, we are living our lives. We don't plan anything special for the vlogs. We haven't for a very long time. You know, Matt, maybe, maybe when the kids were a lot little, you know, we had to plan all our days. Our days were completely open to whatever we wanted. Sure. Yeah. Let's go do this thing because we make a good vlog. Yeah. Let's go do this thing. Cause we make a good vlog. Um, but now that the kids make a lot of their own choices and both of them play sports, we don't have that freedom as much to, um, you know, Hey, today we're gonna go do this thing. No, today Bryce has basketball practice, you know? All right, well tomorrow let's go do this thing. No, Sierra has volleyball practice. Like, you know, that, that our lives are, are, ran by the kids sports right now. And I don't see that changing anytime soon because both of them love to play their sports and they will continue to play their sports, both for their clubs as well as school. Sierra is so excited for volleyball. She is, she's, she wants to go to high school just to play volleyball. Like, like, you know, she's very excited about it. So I just don't see that changing. I really don't, you know, and then the weekends come and they have their tournaments and they have their big games and everything. And then they want their free time. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they, they're going to want to play their friends. They want to play video games. They want to watch show TV, you know, like it's very hard to, to peel the kids away from that stuff. And, you know, I talked about this in, in previous podcasts and even in the vlogs, like there was a moment where I felt guilty making a YouTube video. It was a sponsored video. It was fun. It was hot wheels. We were, you know, we were having a good time. But I remember t both kids had friends come knock on the door and ask them if they could play and they had to turn them away to say, no, we have to make this video. And I, feel, I forget who said it. It was Bryce or Sierra, but one of them said the way they said it was like, sorry, I, I want to play right now, but I have to make this video for my dad. And when she, I think it was Sierra, uh, when she said that, when they said that, 
it actually hurt my feel like it about no, it didn't hurt my feelings i felt bad like i felt like almost like i was not torturing the kids but like i was taking them away from something now, granted, again they had fun making the video it was always fun it was never torture but you get my point though right like i felt like i was taking the kids away from having the fun that they wanted to have in order to do this video that ultimately paid the bills that month you know what i'm saying and while we've done some amazing like trips and sponsored events and sponsored stuff that's just been absolutely amazing, those are the caveat, right? Making a video for some product or making a video for some statement is not the same as like going on a trip to like Mississippi or Tennessee or something like that. And so that was really when it started to hit me like, you know what? If the kids really don't want to do this or if the kids have something else to do, then I'm not going to take that away from them. And I think, again, that also affected the channel and the vlogs because you started seeing the kids around less and less, not only because they were busy doing things, but because I wasn't asking them or telling them that we were going to go do this thing. And I mean, that's a reality. I think a lot of people don't, don't think about is like, you see what we record, you see what we decide to show you. And if we only show you one side of things, that's the only thing that you're going to believe or see, you know, how many YouTubers, you know, put their kids in unique positions, unique situations for the sake of the vlogs, for the sake of the videos. Right. Um, you know, part of it is the entertainment value, right? Make something funny, make something interesting. Um, but man, we were talking about the comments. YouTube is cracking down on m videos with minors. You're going to start seeing less and less kids in videos. You're going to start seeing less and less families um, because they're not going to have comments or they're not going to be able to monetize. And it's, 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 the ecosystem is changing. YouTube 100% is trying to be the next TV. And, and for a lot of families, it already is. For my kids, that's they primarily watch you, you know, watch YouTube. But in order to do that, they have to start being strict like TV, right? They need to up their production quality. They need to be top-notch you know, entertaining videos free of, you know, all the garbage and crap that the quote unquote internet has on it. Right. You go watch TV and most of the time TV is pretty safe because it has to follow FCC guidelines and rules and you're not going to see, you know, some random crap, right? You're pretty, you're pretty confident what you're going to see on a TV show with the internet. You never know what you're going to get. Right. And as you know, the, the great Rick roll of the early 21st century proved to us, uh, you know, people can get baited into one thing and then find out that they clicked on something else. And, uh, you know, that, that just doesn't happen on TV, you know, for the most part, the, the internet is full of that. So YouTube is trying to crack down on that and clean up YouTube, um, to keep the advertisers flowing, to keep the content creators, you know, for the most part coming and making videos and, you know, that's, that's just the, it's, that's, that's evolution. That's just evolution. That's just the, the that's business 101. If you create a business today and it's a little mom and pop shop and you, you're, it's you and one person making, you know, muffins or tacos, right? And it's handmade quality. You make every single muffin or taco and you know, everything goes in those and, and it's everything to your liking and your spec, right? Well, what happens all of a sudden if you have a line at your door every single day, all day from the moment you open to the moment you close, you have to hire more people, right? Now you have a person opening the, uh, at the register, you have an extra person on the grill or on the, on the oven, you know, and, and now they're, they're making, they're making food. They're making the food right now. You're not touching every single one. You're touching half of them. Right. And you have to keep hiring more people because you're getting bigger and bigger. Now you have to open another location, right? Now you have a manager that manages a whole other location that you're not even there most of the time. Right. And another cook or chef or baker that's making those tacos or muffins, right? 
that's just growth. Next thing you know, you've got a board of directors, you're a CEO, and you don't even step foot in this shop anymore, right? You've got a whole team that runs your shops for you and you just collect a paycheck because that's business, right? Now you take your time and you put it elsewhere. You create another business or you go on vacation or you just live your life and collect a check. Who cares, right? That's the dream. Isn't it the dream? Isn't it to get paid to do nothing or to get paid to do what you love? Isn't that the dream? Well, that's a successful business. And that's, you know, that's what happens. And YouTube is no different, right? What we used to do in the early days of YouTube no longer cuts it in 2019. And you have to evolve. You have to change. But you only have to do that if you want to continue to grow with the platform, continue to evolve with the platform. Now, in my case, I know what I have to do. I knew what I had to do a year ago and I tried it. I tried it kind of, I would say nonchalantly or even half-assedly, um, you know, did some challenge videos and try to make more focused videos. And you know what? It didn't, yeah, it didn't matter. It didn't matter. Cause that's not the audience that I grew. That's not the audience that came to watch my videos. And while the challenges may have been fun and entertaining to some people, some people missed the vlogs. I think that was the number one comment. I missed the daily vlogs. I miss, I miss the vlog format. And so we lost some viewers and subscribers during that, that phase, but we didn't really gain a whole lot. So it was, it was like, it wasn't this net, you know, we, again, like I said, we've never stopped growing. We've never stopped gaining subscribers. We just grow faster some months than others. And so during that two month period where I changed the content, um, you know, we continue to grow subscribers. We just didn't see a huge uptick, right? The only uptick we saw was when a video did well and it got recommended more, right? Some of Bryce's basketball videos hit a hundred thousand views in like a week or two. And so we saw this huge jump in views and subscribers because those videos specifically were being recommended to new people. And that's the only reason why it had nothing to do with the videos I was making, the changes I was making. And I knew this when I made that one dirt bike video where I actually put time and energy and thought into it. I had Tiffany come out just to record me so that we had a third person, a third view of my re ride my dirt bike. And I love that video to this day. It's one of my favorite videos I've made in the last couple of years. It was, it was, it was a different kind of dirt bike video. I think is what it's called or something like that. I don't, I don't, I forget Clint's TV dirt bike video. And, um, I loved it. It was like a music video style dirt bike video. And I loved it. And it got horrible views. And to this day, I think a year later, it only has maybe 35, 40,000 views. And that right there proved to me that it didn't matter what I changes I made. My channel's already been stuck in this rut or groove and it would need to be something jaw-dropping, shocking, oh my gosh, can't believe it, to really shake the algorithm. And you know what? I just don't have that. I just don't have that. I don't have that shock and awe, and I don't really want to look for it. I don't really want to create it. And I think it's because I fell in love with streaming. I think if I didn't fall in love with live streaming and I was still just 100% pure vlogger, I think maybe I would get more creative. I think that I would you know, try to think out of the box and maybe try some new things, right? I definitely think I would, but I found something else that I'm passionate about. I found something else that I, that I, that I like more plain and simple. I like being live more than I like recording and editing a vlog. Now for the last 12 years, vlogging was all I had, right? Or I should say the first eight years, I guess it's all I had. Now I, I went live off and on, but it didn't seem like a viable business model, right? This is before Twitch. This is before monetizing. It was before a whole platform created around live streaming, right? There was Ustream, there was Justin TV, there was blog TV, there was even YouTube and now you now, um, that were there, but it just didn't feel like another 
you know, YouTube platform. It was just always like this small little rinky-dink thing that some people use, but, you know, it was like pulling teeth to get anybody to move over there, right? It wasn't until Twitch really started like bubbling up that, oh, live streaming can be a viable platform and be a viable form of content full-time. Like that's the only content you make is live streaming, right? And now there's you now, and there's even YouTubers that are full-time um, just live streamers. So it is possible now, but I'm just saying, that's my point is, vlogging was all I had. So vlogging was my form of content creation. It was my way of talking and sharing my thoughts, my ideas, and my life with the world. That's why I started vlogging all those years ago. I enjoy it. I love it. Fast forward to today. Now it's a different story. Now I have YouTube. I have Twitch for live streams and I have this podcast, right? We also have Instagram stories, Snapchat stories. We have video on Twitter, on Facebook. Like there are so many different ways to share your thoughts, your ideas of what you're doing and so many different ways of doing it, right? Audio, visual, video, you know what I'm saying? Like there's just, there's so much, there's so many different ways to share. And I feel like this is where I'm at now. This is the, the apex of the fork in the road, if you will. I feel like the vlogs, the vlog, the vlog is a dying genre. I feel like the evolution is what Casey Neistat has started with the cinematic vlogs, right? The montages, the sped, sped up video, the the drones, the the fast cuts, the multiple camera angles. Like the man puts a ton of energy and time into his videos, his vlogs, right? And they're like little mini movies. Now you got tons of YouTubers that walk around with DSLRs on the like mobile tripod looking thing and a giant microphone. That's the new vlogging rig. Well, with that, you're able to do all kinds of, you know, trick things and stuff like that. And, and these kids that grew up with you watching YouTube are now becoming YouTubers. And that's the style that they're, 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 they're forming they're, they're copying that they're, you know what I'm saying? And I've tried it. If you've been watching my vlogs for a long time, you know that I, for a while was trying different styles and I was mimicking Casey Neistat style. And at the end of the day, it's just not my style, right? My style is literally picking up a camera and turning it on and hit record when I have something to say. When I have something to share, that is my style. Call it old school, call it boring, call it whatever you want. That's my style. And if my style no longer is popular or sought after, then so be it. And you know what happens if that was a TV? I was if I was a TV show, I would be canceled. I'd be canceled from the network, and my show would be canceled, and I would lose my writers, I would lose my funding, I would lose my network, and the show would be over. But this is it. This is YouTube. This is the internet. No one shuts my shuts me down, right? Except except for YouTube. And in order to do that, you have to violate some crap and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But for the most part, and this is the problem that most people have with YouTube, is that no one's telling you to stop, right? You will quit long before someone tells you to stop because you aren't getting the views, you're not getting the subscribers, you're not making any money, so you're going to quit, right? Because you weren't there for the passion. You weren't there because you were doing it for the love, you were doing it trying to become rich and famous, right? Most, Most kids primarily will stop and never, never actually hit a stride on YouTube because they'll, they'll quit far before that happens. Um, so yeah, that's, I don't know. I'm going to take a quick break because I need to gather my thoughts, but I, I, I really want to talk more about this. In fact, tomorrow I'm on a mastermind call every Tuesday I'm on a mastermind call. Um, and I'm going to bring this topic up about the evolution of my vlog. I feel like I need to find the next evolution of my channel and my vlog. And maybe it's not vlogging. 
right? Maybe, maybe I stop vlogging and I just, I, I start making different videos. I don't know what that is. I have to find something that I am passionate about that I've been preaching this for years. You have to be passionate about the content you create. Otherwise you'll never be able to sustain it. You'll never be able to continue to do it. Even if no one's watching, listening or paying for it, you do it because you love it. You do it because you have to do it. You have a burning desire to do it, to create it, to talk about it. And if you don't have that burning desire, then you'll never be successful. You'll never be able to maintain it. You'll never be able to get to where you want to be because you just don't have the passion, plain and simple. And so, yeah, I'm going to listen, listen to this, this ad real quick. And then, uh, I'll be right back. Like I said, the vlogs started off as my way of talking, sharing, And now I have so many ways of doing it that makes me feel like, okay, what's the most efficient way to do this? What's the most efficient way to share this stuff, right? Um, Live, I like the best because it's a conversation, right? I, I say something and someone responds back in real time and we have this back and forth and I absolutely love it. Um, the podcast, this podcast, you know, again, originally was supposed to be this like kind of like social hour where me and a friend get together and just, you know, bullshit. Um, it's evolved into a long form storytelling, long form, um, you know, I don't know. I This is the place where I feel more com- comfortable just ranting and riffing, which I've done for years in the vlogs. If you've been watching my vlogs for years, you know that... And maybe you don't know, because I, I know I've deleted a ton of stuff. There, There's always these rants and these riffs that I get into. And, you know, and, and Tiffany and Chrissy and a few others will tell me that, you know, I talk too much. I, you know, I fast forwarded to that part where Clint was talking. Like, I get it. And and, and that's the point, right? I've been hearing that, that feedback for years. And I kind of just brushed it off because like, well, it's my channel. I'll do what I want. But at the end of the day, it, it comes back to what is it you signed up for? Right? What is it that you are here for? What is it that you, you know, you, your intent, you, what is the thing that you're looking for and you, and that you come back for, right? And the vlogs, for the most part, it's about the family and the, what we do, right? And the, 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 the podcast is more about like, you know, all right, you get an hour of me talking about this particular thing, right? And, Sometimes it's very like to the point. I have a bullet points like boom, 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 boom. And other times like this episode where I, I'm, I'm talking about, you know, the general topic, but kind of going around and back and forth and that sort of thing. And, you know, I feel like this is, this is the most natural state for the podcast. If you listen to the last episode, I was all over the place. I was tired. It was late. And, you know, but then again, the feedback I got was amazing. One of the best episodes we've posted, uh, you know, that I've had, that I've put up. So you know, again, I'm still trying to find my groove with this podcast. With, with all the content that I create, I have to find, I have to find my zen with that content. Like, what is it that I am using this platform and this channel for, right? Um, it goes back to like Clintus Games, right? I started a separate YouTube channel years ago to put up gameplay videos. Why? Because I love playing video games. So it's like, let's play video games, record it, and put it up on YouTube and make it part of my catalog of content creation, Right. And so for a long time, I put up videos weekly, bi-weekly, you know, a couple times a month of whatever game I was playing, right? And I was pretty, there's times where I was pretty diligent. I was putting a video almost every day for a while. 
Um, and then I started streaming on the, pla- on the on the channel, right? I started streaming YouTube gaming on Clintus Games, and we grew from 40,000 subscribers to 100,000 subscribers in less than two years. In fact, I think it might have been closer to one year, a little over a year. I hit, you know, I hit 100,000 subs, and I got that silver play button for my second channel. Great feeling, right? Um, but now, like, Clintus Games kind of sits there dormant. Like, you know, unless I have a phenomenal day of streaming and you know, feel like I need to rip that and put it on the channel, you know, nothing, nothing goes up. And, you know, even like a couple weeks ago, I was trying to be good and record some videos that would like being very uh, intentional and recording a video for YouTube. But here's the problem. I don't think about that, right? That's not something that's on my mind. Like, oh, I can't wait to make, make a gameplay video. Like that's not me. Right. Um, I do it. I do it more of like, I want to talk about this game. I want to talk about this thing, make a gameplay video, put it on the channel because that's what that's for. It goes back to what is it you subscribe for? What is it you're here for? You're here for video game related content. That's what's on Clintus games, right? Now the video is video game topic, right? Or video game footage, right? So it's a video game footage. And what we're talking about should for the most part be around the video game. And now that's because I already have a vlog channel. Now imagine someone who doesn't have a vlog channel. They only have their gaming channel. They might vlog or, even like what I'm doing right now with the podcast, talk on top of game footage and call it a gaming video, right? They're talking about their weekend. They're talking about their day. They're talking about whatever it is they want to talk about while they play a video game and they, and they slap it into a gaming channel and call it a gaming video, right? Nothing wrong with that, but do you understand? You get my point though, right? I have a vlog channel, so I'm not doing that. I have live stream that I do every day and that's where I get my gaming fix, right? Now, if I was not streaming... And I was, I was playing video games and then I'd record a video and edit a video and put it on Clint's games because that's where I get that fix. I get that itch, you know? So again, both YouTube channels have kind of almost outlived their purpose, right? And that's what I'm trying to figure out is where, what do I do with the, with these channels? And nobody can really tell me. I mean, sure, I can get some advice and I, and I, I frequently ask friends and colleagues all the time. I like I said, I'm going to watch, ask the mastermind tomorrow uh, with some advice, but that's where the dilemma I'm at right now. That's where my mind starts to drift. And, you know, I don't want to say I stress out, but I just start really thinking about like, what's the future of those channels? Because again, their original, the, the, the reason they were created has evolved and changed into other platforms, right? Not only am I getting my video game fixed with my live streams, but I'm also getting my talking, sharing uh, conversation with the live streaming. So I'm almost like killing, I killed both YouTube channels with my Twitch channel, you know, more or less. Uh, if, if you know, you boil it down to the, to the nuts and bolts, that's what happened. I killed my YouTube channels with my Twitch channel. And, uh, while I love Twitch and I love, I, you know, I, I look forward to streaming every day. I look forward to hanging out with everybody. That's the thing. Like I keep trying to like reiterate to these people, these, 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 you know, these people that are ignorant to what it is I actually do. And it comes down to conversations. Forget the video game. Forget that I'm playing a video game. I could put up a a wall behind me and sit there for four or five hours talking. I could, I've done it. I've done it because I love that piece of it. The video games is the bonus. The video games are just simply a catalyst to keep the conversation moving when there's nothing to be said at that exact moment in time, right? And I use it in a recent analogy, which is my favorite analogy. I'm full of them. I constantly come up with new analogies to, 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 to get my point across. My newest analogy is that my live stream is like a bar, right? 
I'm the bartender. You come into the bar, you sit down, you order a drink and you spark a conversation with the bartender or the bartender sparks a conversation with you either way. Then maybe you turn to your left or you turn to your right and you spark a conversation with the person sitting next to you, right? Or maybe the person next to you is having a conversation and they kind of look at you and say, well, you know, what do you think? Or have you ever heard of that thing? Or, you know, they notice maybe something you're wearing, a piece of clothing or jewelry, and they ask you a question about it. And all of a sudden now there's a conversation between two patrons of the bar, right? And then the bartender maybe comes up and interjects, right? As they're serving the next drink. And there's this back and forth conversation that happens in a social public environment, right? Not really public, it's a private, but you understand my, you get my point, right? That's what my Twitch stream is. Same thing happens. You come to my channel, you say what's up, I say what's up, I ask you how your weekend was, you tell me it was great. We go back and forth, we have this conversation. Next thing you know, a buddy of yours from the last stream, or the last time you were here, steps in, yo, what's up, man, how's it going, da, 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 da. how was your daughter's thing, this and that, did you get that thing fixed, blah, 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 and then the conversation evolves. That's what happens in my streams. Now, the video game, that I'm playing that's on screen is very much similar to whatever's on the TV at the bar, right? The ball game, a golf uh, uh, tournament, right? Uh, the Olympics, whatever, UFC fight. The, 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 what's on the screen is simply a catalyst, a thing to pass the time while you're spending your time at the bar right? Maybe you and your friend are watching the game and are having a good time talking about the game. Did you hear about the, this player? Did you hear about this coach? Did you hear about the choice of the trade they made of the administration? Like blah, 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 blah. It doesn't matter. But that's the catalyst of the conversation for those individuals. There are people who come to my channel every day. Don't give two shits what game I'm playing. Some people don't have, don't even play video games, but they don't care. They come there for the camaraderie. They come there for the interaction. They come there for the friendship, the advice, the companionship, right? That's why they come to my streams. And that's why I love streaming because I love influencing that. I love, um, uh, what's the word? Um, like fostering that, right? So because I get that sharing on my streams, I still share on the vlogs, but we're not doing as much, right, activity-wise. And so I feel like the vlogs have become more and more heavy on my rants. And I don't know, I, I'm, I'm starting to feel, I've been saying it for years, right? But I'm really starting to feel like the vlogs aren't the right place for it anymore. There's no reason to do it visually, right? I can do it here audibly, audibly, audibly. Um, and I can do it live on my stream. I feel like the vlogs no longer have, no longer... They no longer feel that void because I feel it elsewhere. So I feel like I need to find another use for the vlogs. And the problem is, I don't know what that is, right? A lot of people have said that, you know, I could do like what the Bevos do and just do two videos a week, right? One for the week, one for the weekend, and that's, there's your two videos. And that's definitely doable. That's definitely doable. And I think it, the videos would be, you know, probably 20, 30 minutes in length, and they'd be beefier, and there'd be more of a flow to them because it's like, I'm not forcing myself to say, you know, that sounds bad when I say that, but like I'm making a video every day. So what do I have to do? I have to say good morning, hello. And then I have to say good night, goodbye every day because I'm making a video every day. Right. Whereas if I'm making a video for the week, I, you know, say hi, but it's like, boom, boom, boom. I can move throughout the week moment after moment after moment. And it kind of shares a narrative for the week versus a a hard stop every day when the day ends, right? And a hard start when the day begins. And I feel like that might be the next evolution of, if, I, if I'm going to continue doing a vlog, is 
you know, if, if it's a Saturday and we do a buttload of stuff and it's just a really jam packed day and I, you know, I, I have a ton of footage, then yeah, let's chop it up, make a video out of it and boom, upload it. Right. But if like a Monday where I never leave the house, in fact, it's nine 30 and I haven't even showered yet today. Like I got no vlog. Monday's vlogs are always the worst because they're the days for ketchup. They're the days for, you know, boring adult things that aren't vloggable. It just Mondays have always been crap for me. I have a busy jam packed day and I don't, there's nothing for me to vlog. So like I put a vlog up on Tuesday and it, I always feel like it's the worst vlog of the week, you know, but that's not saying much considering that the rest of the week is very much the same. We are in the same routine every day, every week, because that's our life. Our life is a routine right now, right? Mondays and Wednesdays are basketball. Tuesdays and Thursdays are volleyball. Tuesdays are taco Tuesdays. Mondays I have the podcast. Uh, you know, like that's that. And then every other weekend we have sports. <laughs> so that's where I feel like the vlogs need to evolve. Our life has evolved. The vlogs need to evolve. And, um, that's, that's my next big, you know, item to figure out. But that's not the only thing. That's the problem is, is I'm still trying to figure out this podcast, right? I feel like I, I had a great idea, but then like most great ideas, I never fully flush it out and never fully figure it out. And that has a lot to do with my planning, my lack of planning. I'm not a planner. I never will be. I never, I can try to plan things and I, I have my moments. I have my moments where I'm able to plan something and get it on the calendar and get it weeks in advance. I'm like, yeah, I'm doing this thing, but it never fails. I always default back to last minute, pull something out of my ass, procrastinate. That's, that's who I am. You know, it would take a lot for me to change. It would take, really, it would take a, like a manager, an agent, a, a boss, you know, uh, somebody to force me into different habits, force me into a different way of being, right? Because even when I was working at a corporate office and I had bosses and people that relied on me, I still procrastinated, right? I still prioritized things based on what I was interested in, what was maybe the lowest path of resistance, if you will which is not any way to be as an employee, let me tell you, or a leader for that matter. But that's just my natural state, right? And it drives my friends up a wall. It drives my family up a wall, right? It drives Chuck up a wall. I owe, I've owed him stuff for weeks. And I just, I honestly, the things that I owe him, I don't know what to do. That's, that's, that's what it comes down to. What I owe Chuck, I don't know how to do it or what to do. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to write. I, and so I'm just like, I don't do it. And that's the problem. It'll never get done because I don't know what to do. I need someone to tell me what to do. You know what I'm saying? Like it's as stupid as that sounds, that is how I am. I'm a leader when I'm confident in what I'm doing. I'm a leader when I'm confident in, and I know where I'm going and how we're getting there. And you know what I'm saying? Like I will lead a pack if I know where I'm going, right? But if the direction is to start walking, my immediate reaction is, well, what direction? How fast should I be walking? Like do I like, can I get there as soon as possible or should I wait? And I need to be there in three days from now. You know what I'm saying? Like that's where a little bit of a logic kicks in. Like, because I want to do things right. I want to do things. I don't want to waste my time. I hate wasting my time, even though I waste time because I don't do things efficiently. That's it's oxymoron. My life is an oxymoron. Um, but like, that's, that's just how I am. And so that's, that's where my internal struggle comes into. Right. I always have too much on my plate. I always have too much going on. And when I have free time, my default is to do the thing that I love the most, which is go live and or play video games. So that's what I do in my free time. When I have free time on the weekends, what do I do? I come upstairs and I go live. I play video games with you guys. Or maybe I grab the backpack and go IRL, right? 
that's what I do when I have free time. Even though I should be working on things, I have a million things to work on, right? That's, that's just how I roll. And so trying to figure out this vlog, while it is a priority and it's on the back of my mind all the time, there are so many other things always, you know, hit me in the face and, and, and popping up in my, you know, in emails buzzing. Cause it's like, get to this. It's been a week. You haven't replied back to it, you know, or a DM in a discord that I forgot about two weeks ago. And it's like, holy shit, I got to get to that. You know, like these are the things I have no organization. I have no drive and people send me tweets and, and, and emails. Here's this app and here's that app. And it's like, it doesn't matter. It's just not me, right? It's whatever's in my face. It's whatever's right here in front of me is what I'm going to take care of. It's what I'm going to jump on. And you know, I've got email boxes and task lists and, and notepads and uh, moleskins and, you know, all these er these these tools. But I lack the fundamental drive to use them because there's always something else for me to do. There's always a, something else that I want to do. And that's that's the struggle that I'm always dealing with. And now I feel like I'm complaining. That's definitely not what I want to do with this podcast. So I'm going to stop. I'm going to shut up. I'm going to thank you for your time. I'm going to thank you for your attention. I love you guys. I really do. I need to talk to you guys more. And I know uh, Discord has been blowing up because of the lack of comments on YouTube. Uh, Discord.gg slash Clintus is our Discord server. It's where we hang out. It's live all the time. And we've picked up about 300 new members in the last two weeks uh, because of YouTube. Uh, which has been great. The conversation has been flowing. It's it's much more active in the general chat, which I absolutely love. So if you haven't already joined us, discord.gg slash Clintus, download the app. It's free, create an account and join us in the discord server. Uh, there's a bunch of different channels, one about YouTube, one about podcasting, one about streaming. If you are a streamer or a YouTuber yourself, there's a content promo channel. If you're looking to grow your audience, that's what that channel's for. Uh, video game channels, food channels, all that stuff. Lots of great, it's, it's where the community hangs out. It's where, it's where the Clintus clan, my community hangs out and where you can meet other people in the community and make friends and, you know, find similarities with other people. It's great. I love it. And, um, I love you guys for being a part of it. So thank you very much. Um, you know, the usual, be sure to subscribe to the podcast for more should be every week should, uh, twitter.com slash Clintus, instagram.com slash Clintus, twitch.tv slash Clintus, youtube.com slash Clintus, all the things at Clintus. And I will see you next week when I come back from uh, Michigan for the for the uh, the charity event. We'll talk all about the charity event, and I might I might have a guest that week. So stay tuned. Come back, and I love you. Take care. Bye bye.